This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Madam Speaker, I want to begin this evening by thanking my Democrat colleagues for their outstanding work in encouraging millions of Americans to celebrate their Second Amendment rights by purchasing their first, second, or even 100th firearm. From the left's riots in cities across America to Biden's threats, to strip away our basic constitutional rights. Democrats are single-handedly responsible for the sale of tens of millions of firearms. Bravo. Well done. And I hear that the interest has begun to peak when it comes to the sale of F-15s. Now, I have some questions for these freedom haters. When are you gonna call on the chief executive the basement dweller, to hold his own son accountable for his gun crimes. Hunter Biden lied on a federal firearms application, which is punishable by up to 10 years and a $250,000 fine, of which 10% will not be going to the big guy. Rules for thee, but not for my crackhead, parmesan-smoking, gun criminal son. Whew. What about the disposal, the disposal of Hunter Biden's gun in a back alley dumpster? And why was the Secret Service involved in locating this firearm? Can you just imagine for half a second if Donald Trump Jr. was involved in firearms crimes and his dad ordered the Secret Service to cover it up? That's just the start of the hypocrisy. Biden will call widely purchased firearms weapons of war, but then he'll tell you that you need an F-15 or a nuke to keep the federal government in check. He will target so-called merchants of death, but celebrate the 600 abortion clinics across America. This reg regime will encourage riots, defund the police, and try to take away Americans' right to self-defense. Madam Speaker, the American people are not on board with the Biden regime's hypocritical gun crabbing. Instead, they are buying guns at a record rate. So my colleagues from the other side, they can keep running their mouths, and we will keep adding to our arsenals. Thank you, gentlemen. I yield back.
Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. Episode number 65. This is your boy here, Scott, from Woke Societies. The feds, are they protecting Stuart Rhodes? Head of the Oath Keepers. The security state is here, fam, and they are making their presence known. Have they been fully weaponized? We're going to answer that question today. What is going on, my friends? Great to see you all here on Twitch, on DLive, of course, my fam over on the Foxhole.app, which we are, we are already almost at 10,000 gold pills, and we just got, we haven't even opened the show yet. Thank you, Spaz Yeti, Brandy with a B with a cookie, and also D-Harma with a cookie. Thank you guys so much. Wow. Guys, when I say we have news today, that's an understatement. It's an understatement. We have so much to talk about, as we always do, guys. Didn't you like, didn't you like here... Lauren Bobar, I mean, my lord, my lord, your crackhead Parmesan sniffing uh, son calling out the president's son right in Congress. That's going in the books. All this stuff goes on record, and that is on record here. But she's absolutely right. She's absolutely right, and it's so funny to see her say, "Yeah, because of the Dems and your and your Antifa BLM goons, because of these people, guess what? How many Americans, even more Americans, are buying their hundredth firearm at this point?" I absolutely love it, guys. Without further ado, let's get right into our sponsor today. Here from Alula Wellness Breakthrough M2, um, my mother. Here we go. Hello, Woke Society team. Thank you for supporting my son and being an individual that thinks for themselves. I'm Nan, owner and founder of Breakthrough M2 Weight Loss to Wellness. Over the last nine years, we have helped over 12,000 people lose thousands of pounds and reach their weight loss goal in a very safe, effective, and fast way. Carmen, one of your fellow woke members, just came off the program and after five and a half weeks, she lost 21 pounds. She did not think that it would work the way we said, but she was happily surprised. The results you see with our clients are typical. So get out your skinny jeans and visit BreakthroughM2.com for more information. And for being a woke listener, you will receive a $20 discount when you mention that to our phone consult expert. So visit BreakthroughM2.com or call 845-713-4320. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, for that ad spot there. That's for my mom. Breakthrough M2, a little wellness. It is a diet regimen that is super, super natural. It works. I did it myself four or five months ago. I lost 24 pounds in the diet myself. It's all good. She's been in business for 10 years. We got pretty women all over the place here on this show, which is great. Of course, this is what we're doing today, guys. Support my sponsors. Support my show. And I see so many people saying, my Lord, who is that? That is my mom, guys. Just Let's just get that out of the way. So, guys, without further ado, we have we have so much to talk about. Let's just jump right into the news blitz, guys. We do not have a minute to spare. All right. First up on the docket, from Gateway Pundit, aggressive BLM, BLM activists block Minneapolis City Council's car, force her to sign statement saying riders' charge will be dropped. And this is absolutely hilarious. This is all about a woman here. That she's a transgender woman. BLM stopped her in the middle of the street because they are demanding, BLM is demanding more reparations, more justice, and actually releasing criminals from their jail cells. It says, if this weren't uh, comical, it would be pathetic that not one mainstream Minnesota media reported on a sitting uh, Minneapolis City Council member being held hostage for two hours and coerced to sign a statement agreeing to terrorist demands before being allowed to leave 
It was all caught on camera here. It's an 18-minute video. It's absolutely pathetic. But, guys, this is the thing. I've always been saying the left, these people will eat their own eventually to the point where they're just, there's going to be nothing left. These cities are going to be left to burn. The, the cops are leaving. Seattle, we just heard Seattle, 200 cops lost over the summer and more to come as the months come on. Get out of the cities. Get out of these cesspools where these people live. It's nothing but nonsense. And they will attack their own. They will certainly eat their opposition. There's no way of getting to some of these people. And that's absolutely crazy. Another news here from Gateway Pundit. More than 500,000 illegal immigrants crossed the border since Kamala Harris was put in charge of it. 500,000 people, ladies and gentlemen. You know how many people that is? In the short time since Kamala Harris has been there, she has left Millions of people trying to cross into America, and they are getting here. The number is absolutely staggering. It's growing every day. How is this sustainable? And they go on. This is more than the population of Miami, Florida, Long Beach, California. It's more than Cleveland, Ohio. And for more perspective, that's more than the population of Omaha, Nebraska, all put together. And it's only happened in a matter of months. It's insane, absolutely insane. But what else do you expect? We're gonna talk. We're gonna uh, Trump. We're gonna see Trump in a little bit here because he went down on the border and he had some things to say about everything going on. Before we get to that, you guys, we were telling him and telling you for a while our military is getting weaker and it's being done on purpose. More examples of this right here from TaskandPurpose.com. The new Air Force fitness test will feature walking instead of running and modified push-ups. And this is for men, ladies and gentlemen. Not just for women, this is for men. And you can see it here. The new test, which the service will begin to experiment within, uh, within January 2022, will allow airmen to choose between running, shuttle run sprints, and walking for the aerobic portion of the test. Shuttle run sprints involve sprinting back and forth between two markers about 25 meters apart. They could then choose between planks and sit-ups for the core strength measure. And for the final portion of the test, Airmo will be allowed to choose between push-ups or raised hand push-ups. Guys, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. I went into the Air Force and I, I swore myself in and ended up collapsing and I'm getting out for uh, very, very good reasons. Air Force was, uh, I, had a vet, I had a bad run with a bad recruiter. Um, I'd save that story for another time. I went through all this. It's, it's, it was pretty difficult doing what I was doing to get in. Now they're making this super easy by saying if you, you don't have to sprint, if you don't have to, you can just walk. I mean, my Lord. <laughs> Not only are they getting woke, they're letting the trannies in, and on top of it, you can get you can just walk right through the, uh, the Air Force Academy and get yourself into a nice, cozy, airman-type job there. It's insane, and it's we're going to talk about more about the military and the generals tomorrow and how that's going. Now, remember, guys, do you remember... When I told you that I showed you guys the video yesterday of the Oakland, the head of the Oakland Police Department, where he was talking about how um, the city council called uh, these deaths and numbers of people dying due to crimes. They call them roadblocks. And he got very emotional. Well, literally just today, he was on an interview on a local NBC news outlet while he was talking to this uh, NBC uh, host. Their ground team, the MS, the NBC ground team that was out in Oakland got stood up and robbed at gunpoint while the sheriff was on air. I have the clip here, guys. You cannot make this up. Work in their actions. Chief Armstrong, I asked this uh, not only as a journalist, but as a, as a fellow NBC employee here, one of our colleagues today, uh, doing reporting on this very story in front of Oakland City Hall, uh, held up at gunpoint, two guns drawn on uh, this NBC crew. This isn't supposed to happen. I mean, this is broad daylight in front of City Hall. Is it going to get any better in the next 12 months? 
Well, that's my hope and that's my call. That's my hope and that's my call. It's really sad. He The host was literally like, hey, our team right in front of City Hall in broad daylight is getting robbed at gunpoint right now while I have the police uh, chief right here on, on air. And Hot Rod, my man, dropping the cookies. I will do a cookie drop for you in just a moment. But you just cannot expect the irony and the laughter. And not that anyone getting killed is anything good in any means. We don't like seeing dead bodies, but crime is going up because cities are defunding their police and Oakland's going all in and jacked it by another $16 million and it's only going to get worse from there on out. Just an update, guys, on the building that collapsed in Florida. The Energy Secretary, according to the New York Post, Jennifer Granholm suggests climate change played a role in the Florida condo collapse because, of course, we need to trust the science. But we have some pictures here, ladies and gentlemen, of some of the basement area of this condo. And from what I'm digging, ladies and gentlemen, the foundation of this place was bad, and it was bad for a long time. This is a picture of the pool worker that was uh, trying to get the pool uh, pool maintenance, and he took these pictures three days before the actual collapse of the building. It says cracks in the concrete, exposed rebar, wet floor in the pool equipment room of the Champlain Towers, and photos taken just 36 hours before the building collapsed. So there you go, guys. There you go. Um, we I know we were talking about you know the building falling in and itself perfectly, like a footprint, like a controlled demo, but sometimes we just got to wait a few days and the details come out, and this is what it is. It wasn't a sinkhole. It doesn't seem anything too nefarious. It just seems like a really unfortunate event that happened, and prayers to the people that lost their lives and families. It's absolutely awful. Hot Rod throwing a mad cookies over here. Thank you, my friend. And CNN is celebrating Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party uh, for turning 100 and says Xi will be the real star. Do we really have to say anything else about CNN at this point, guys? But the other big news that's coming out today, this came out of nowhere from the New York Post. Bill Cosby to walk free after court overturned sex assault conviction. I did not see this coming. And again, we all we all know exactly what this man was up to. He was date raping girls. Uh, drugging their drinks. And according to uh, the the uh, New York Post here, it says Pennsylvania's highest court overturned Bill Cosby's sex assault conviction Wednesday after finding an agreement with a previous prosecutor prevented him from being charged in the case. Cosby has served more than two years of three to ten year sentence as a state prisoner near Philadelphia, and he vowed to serve all ten years rather than acknowledge any remorse over the 2004 encounter with the accuser, Andrea Constant. The man's 83 years old and was beloved as America's dad and this is what we are now left with. Another rapist here that we thought was, uh, you know, we thought was a family man, but it ended up turning out to be not the case. And he is let go here. And just some funny memes to tie things up here, guys. You know how you have the glass half full, glass half empty? Well, in Bill Cosby's case, if the glass is unattended, you might want to watch out. He might throw some drugs in there for you. And one other one here from the Grand, uh, from Grand Old Memes. If you're seeing this, it's too late, ladies. I'm sorry. <laughs> Screw these people. We got to laugh and make fun of them. They're absolute creeps. They're clowns. And they're horrible human beings. And, again, he got let off. He is getting released. And on top of that, another, another, this is weird, that Cosby, the Cosby news comes out, and then this comes out on top of this. was crazy, guys. Allison Mack, when Nexium was hitting the uh, the papers, hitting the media, this is right when I started doing my channel, which fe- feels years ago. But Allison Mack is now officially, she's been sentenced to three years in prison for her role in the Nexium case, also a $20,000 fine. Guys, remember, Allison Mack was the one that was helping recruiting uh, women and children into Keith Rainier's sex cult, where they were getting branded, they were doing all the weird chants, all the weird things. She was a big part of that. And on top of it, 
She only got three years, three years of prison time, and she's probably going to serve this in her own home. It's sick. And this is from The Independent, uh, just following up on this. Her defense team had argued in court uh, that the papers had a Wednesday sentencing that probation or a sentence to home yeah. confinement would be more appropriate. She ain't even going to serve in prison, guys. And what this all comes back to, prosecutors Ooh. had agreed that any prison term should be belonged to the guidelines due to her cooperation in the case. And apparently, ladies and gentlemen, she was cooperating and singing like a bird um, to the prosecutors. We're going to have to see if anything comes out with that at all. But this is the news that's coming out. So we have Bill Cosby and... Allison Mack here, all on the same day while Trump is going down to the border. It's very suspicious, if you ask me. Very suspicious. As not only, and not only that, we also have uh, Donald Rumsfeld. You guys didn't hear. He passed away today. The man that was asking about the $2.3 trillion, where that money go from Congress right before 9-11. And now he is gone as well. All this weird, crazy stuff about um, pretty recognizable names all coming out today. And it's absolutely crazy. This is what we have to deal with, but now you guys are all caught up on it. Now, let's look here real quick. You guys want to laugh more and more of the George Floyd, um, Breonna Taylor uh, murals, all the statues. They're getting defaced, and rightfully so. They're criminals. Both these people are criminals, and we all know George Floyd OD'd off fentanyl. But look at this. I don't know where this was located. Let me see if I can see it. Uh, does, I don't know where this is located, but somebody did not like the mural of George Floyd in his neighborhood. See, like, you know, how much energy went into creating it, and then how little energy went into destroying it. Jordan Sabi, a trifecta employee, says surveillance video captured two men committing the crime. Basically, one one man was sitting at the corner watch, and then. Another man was stuck behind our box truck here, and basically in, in seconds, he, you know, pulled out this fire extinguisher um, spraying apparatus and just went down, up and down and sprayed the building. Covered in blue, the faces of George <laughs> Floyd and Breonna Taylor took the most damage, while the words Patriot Front is stamped on the wall three times. This is gonna, this is gonna keep happening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna continue to show it on this show because screw these people, man. They hijacked everything and they were used as useful idiots and this is what we are left with. Now let's just transfer over here as we close out the news blitz. Donald Trump was out at the border today and he was talking to the officials about what is going on at the border and the man, the sheriff on the border down there is talking and saying that China, China, fentanyl and these Mexican cartels are enemy number one. Look at Trump press and make sure he says it's China a bunch of times. Here we go. Tell lab uh, far, far away. But today, as we as we talk about this today, is that we know that the cartel, the Mexican drug cartel, is responsible for where it's going, and it's going all over the country. It's I'm in Fort Worth, but it's happening, and I'd be admit to say it's on every sheriff and every chief and every director of public safety's radars, this business of fentanyl and the deadliness and the threat it is to us as it continues to grow. Coming and in it, from China? Pardon me? Coming in from China? No, sir. It's coming in from the cartel. Uh, that China is finding are they the, getting it. Are they getting it from China? They are getting it from China, but they find it easier to come through the United States. It's an yeah. easier port to come up through the United States. Yeah. And uh, as we interview people we caught, that's what they're telling us way up in Tarrant County, is it's coming right directly from this border. And we believe because of all that, 
I certainly believe, and I believe the law enforcement in the room, is that the drug cartels of Mexico should be the number one enemy of American law enforcement, plain and simple. And we need to draw a line in the... China, guys. China and the Mexican cartels, enemy number one of the United States. And I would have to absolutely agree with that. And just to give you guys a clip here of what Trump was talking about after at the border, and I have little man here crying, of course. This is this has been every damn show now, guys. Check this out real quick and see what Trump has to say about coming back. Okay. Think I should do it again, you think? Maybe we don't have to. Maybe we won't even have to. Win like yeah, we'll win it three times. I mean, you know, make it a little bit different. So I just want to thank everybody. You're an incredible group of people. It's an unbelievable state. And thank you, Jim and everybody. Thank you for all of these incredible congressmen. He might not have to win it. He might be back before, guys. Trump seems very confident that he's going to be back before all this goes down. And the other thing that I wanted to show you guys, also Spaz Yeti with another 10,000 gold pills, my friend. Trump 2020. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Trump had a little visitor down the border as well by the name of Jim Acosta. If you guys listen very carefully, he asked Trump if he's going to apologize for January 6th, and he did not get a welcome reception. Mr. Trump, will you apologize about January 6th? He just cannot help himself. Come here, buddy. You got to be good if you're going to hang out here, okay? Jim Acosta just cannot help himself. And you know what? You want to know the only thing I heard out of Jim Acosta's mouth? It was something that goes like this. Uh Oh, here we go. Sorry about that. In other news, the prime minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny little nipples went to France. That's all I heard, guys. The best way to deal with the press, I gotta play this one again. Earmuffs for the kids. This is exactly how Trump deals with the press. What's your name, sir? My name is Go Fuck Yourself. Thank you. <laughs> Are you from Ohio? No. <laughs> That's exactly how you do with China, uh, be, China loving CNN. And last thing here, guys, from uh, from uh, Jack Pasebic, the Trump supporter that was running around all of the baseball fields with the Trump uh, one flag. He is now permanently banned indefinitely from all 30 of the MLB stadiums for hanging the Trump one banner in Boston, New York, and Philadelphia. And the man says he's going to continue to go into sports venues and hang this flag because why the hell not? It's absolutely amazing, and it's great to see this happening, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this News Blitz. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. Hot Rod 73 just throwing cookies all over the place. Thank you so much, my friend. The cookies are super, super appreciative. And this is exactly how you deal with Trump. You see how Trump got China back into the uh, media again. This is exactly what he does. And it's so great to see um, Trump just do this and decimate his enemies and the biggest enemies of the United States. Now, guys... We're going to jump right into this, and I just want to say for the Woke fam out there, um, Sookie is not here modding with us today. She had There was a family emergency that occurred, and we I, all I ask, guys, without giving too much detail, is that you just pray for Sookie and her immediate family. Um, just send prayers of healing to her mother. That's as much as I'll say. Um, I didn't ask Sookie if I, she wanted to disclose what's going on with her mother, but if you guys could please send prayers to Sookie's mom and pray for a healing. Um, something went down today. And I just want to do it. Anytime that any part of the fam is suffering, especially my woke fam, my 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 mod Sookie, Sookie has been with me since my YouTube days, 
and everyone, if they can, just please send that, send her prayers and her family mm-hmm. prayers as well. You guys know the deal. We have no more Cash App, which is totally okay. The day was coming anyways before Media Matters found that and ruined it, but it's fine. You guys know what to do. Go to Foxhole, drop those gold pills, and everyone on DLive, go over to DLive and drop those lemons in Twitch. I'm going to be turning on very soon uh, the subscription, so you guys can also, for all my Twitch fam out there that want to subscribe to me, I will set that up on there as well. It seems like the, uh, Red Pill and everyone else is still uh, benefiting from that, so I'm going to try it too. Why not? So, guys, thank you so much. We're going to get into the funny video of the day here, and I will see you on the other side of the intro. Remember, guys, this is not a real video. This is a made-up video, but it's absolutely hilarious. I love these translation videos. I will see you on the other side of the intro. We're going to get into some big stuff coming out of New York and also talking about the the security state that is running rampant and destroying this country. We're going to get into all of it, guys. Here's the funny video of the day. I'll see you on the other side of it. Here we go. It's now a pleasure to call upon the president of the United Mexican States, President Lopez Obrador. Mr. President. I would like to start off by saying we can't wait for the Mexican fiesta. We have the tequila bottles already chilling in the freezer ready to party. We're ordering plenty of cervezas and tacos and have the mariachis standing by. As for Joe Biden, nobody in Mexico likes him. They call him El Snifacabras. It's like El Chupacabras but for Sniffy Joe who likes to sniff dogs butts in the shower. Anyway, if you wish to solve Joe's border crisis, simply send that cackling hyena to the border and tell her to cackle and scare the shito out of all the immigrants trying to cross the river. I guarantee they will run all the way back to Guatemala. It's now a pleasure to call upon the president. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans can conceal Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole This dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning, patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie, realize how everything is real The project looking glass, the future is revealed Future clues past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. All right. Alrighty, thank you guys so much. You all enjoy that sniff of cabra? <laughs> Great to see everybody over on Rumble. 300 people watching live now. We've been getting five to 600 viewers on Rumble a show, which is absolutely great. You guys are rivaling DLive alone. It's absolutely amazing. Wolf says, your merch store is still working. Yes, my, my merch store is still working. I got an order today, so I know it's working. As far as I know today, that hasn't been the platform yet. I've had two of my stores to platform. I, mean, I just get you just get used to it. But you have backups for backups for backups. You just gotta keep doing it. These people ain't gonna stop me. I can tell you that right now. Thank you guys so much. So let's jump right into this because something crazy, buddy. Shh, something crazy happened out here in New York, and the only reason why this is in the news is because it happened to Democrats. Let's just put that. Let's just put that out there right now. So from the Gateway Pundit. New York City mayoral race, uh, uh, mayor, uh, mayor race, (laughs) 
Mayoral Rice. Mayor, uh, Mayor Rice devolves into chaos after Board of Elections retracts vote totals due to a, quote, discrepancy. And Woke One, thank you so much for the cookie, my friend. Now, the primary. This is the primary devolved into chaos after the Board of Elections announced there was a discrepancy in the vote count. The vote tally Tuesday afternoon showed Eric Adams leading Catherine Garcia by approximately 16,000 votes. Then all of a sudden, the New York City Board of Elections released a statement announcing there were some technical difficulties in counting vote totals. Now, what were these What were these uh, difficulties, you say? Well, Eric Adams can't release a statement wondering where 100,000 votes came from to make it a tight race. Wow, just like how Joe Biden came out and squeezed out victories in key battleground states in the <laughs> middle of the night and some even two and three days after. Be quiet, please. Thank you, buddy. The vote total just released by the Board of Elections is 100,000. Buddy, I'm going to kick you out, please. Shh. Thank you. The Board of Elections is 100,000 plus more than total announced on election night, raising questions. The Adams statement says we have asked the Board of Elections to explain such a massive increase and in other irregularities before we comment on their ranked choice voting uh, projection. We remain confident that Eric Adams will be the next mayor of New York because he put together a historic fiber working class coalition of New Yorkers to make our city a safe, fair, more affordable place. Now, they, like I said, I was wondering why the hell would they make a story like this right now? Brobins with a phone. Thank you so much. You are awesome, and sell us to Steve what they can. It felt good to leave the cash out. Keep up the good work. I hope to see you in Florida, my friend. We are making our way. We're making moves very soon. So this is what we are dealing with right now. We have Democrats now fighting against each other. Like I said, they're going to eventually eat their own. And now it's in the news that there's a 100,000 ballot discrepancy, and they can't figure out why, and we find out they're actually test ballots. This is also from the Gateway Pundit. 135,000 test ballots in system prior to election. The New York City Board of Elections admitted on Tuesday that they left 135,000 test ballots on their machines prior to the election. They actually admitted this. These votes were included in the, in the election night results. But this would surely never happen in a national election, right? Of course not. And this is the tweet of them admitting that this happened. They said it's also been determined that the ballot images used for testing were not cleared from the election management system. And they found 135,000 additional records, ladies and gentlemen. The New York races were such a joke that we didn't even know what the some of the local elections were till about a month to two months after the actual elections themselves, ladies and gentlemen. That was up where we lived and down in the city. I'm about an hour and 10, 20 minutes from the city. I'm, I, it's, it's a very easy drive from here to get down to the city. And we didn't find out for, for, for months for some of these local elections because of the, we had Dominion machines out. We had Dominion machines out here forever in New York. And this is what they found. And now the only thing that the reason why it's a problem now is because it's Democrats fighting over with other Democrats and they're trying to figure out what the hell happened. But you got to ask yourself, if these votes happen in New York, how is this stopping? How much, if this was in New York, imagine the other states. Imagine the other states that this was going on. And why the hell would they be running test ballots and leaving them in there to stack to stack uh, votes? It's very obvious. It's very obvious. Let's listen to Joven Pulitzer explain 
what this exactly is because he breaks down breaks these things down so perfectly, guys. Here we go with Jovan, and thank you, Hot Rod, again with the cookie, my friend. You're crushing it. We're almost twenty six thousand uh, gold pills already. And we just getting started here. Guys, check out Jovan, explain, break this down. Hey guys, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Bulletcher here. I want to give you a little bit of an education about what is called the pop quiz hack. Are you ready for this? Here's where it comes from. New York City actually admitted that they missed 135,000 test votes. What they mean is these votes were preloaded in the system and it was discovered. Now, what's interesting, this is what I've always called the pop quiz hack. You absolutely have the ability to test the machines beforehand. And they use these tests all the time just to make sure that the, should we say, programs are working as should be standard, right? Well, here's what's really interesting. Now, the mainstream news is actually covering this. Why are they covering it? Because it's a Democrat running against a Democrat. So they consider it newsworthy, Yahoo, Business Insider, MSN. Well, why do they do this? Well, when Dems do it to each other, it becomes an issue, and they use their media outlets. But here's what you really need to know. If you were doing this in Georgia, All you would have to do to throw the Georgia election is if you had only 4.52 ballots left in the machine, you could execute the pop quiz hack. It's very simple. If you run the ballots in the machine and use them to test and you don't clear them out, they actually count as votes. And this is what is called the pop quiz hack. And this is what they've been doing all the time. It's never been closed out. They know this is an issue all around the world, but they do not fix it. This is why our voting machines need to go away. And this is why we need to burn it all down from the top down on the ground on voting and replace every one of our machines. Welcome to the pop quiz hack. The pop quiz hack. And that's exactly what this is called. And I told you guys, Jovan, he he breaks things down to where anybody can understand what the hell is going on here. And what they do is they make these, they create these test ballots. They just forget that they put them through the machines. And this is what we end up with. An absolute mess. And you know, you know this happened in every state, especially the battleground states. They planned which state they were going to do this to. They were going to calculate it. They did it in the middle of the night. And then they pushed all these ballots through. How many, with the margin of victory for Biden is so razor thin that it's so fragile that any of these revelations of these things coming out, it can easily slip the state and take away these electoral votes, get decertified, and then go back to Trump. Will anything happen? I don't know. But this is what we are dealing with right now, and all this is coming out. And when you have the news that this is happening in New York, it's pretty good. It's very good. One of the most liberal states in this country, along next to California, and this news is coming out, it is absolutely great to see. And Trump, of course, had to weigh in on this today, which he absolutely did. Just like in the 2020 presidential election, it was announced overnight in New York City that vast irregularities and mistakes were made and that Eric Adams, despite an almost insurmountable lead like Trump had, may not win the race. The fact is, based on what has happened, nobody will ever know who really won. The presidential race was a scam and a hoax with numbers and results being found that are massive, shocking, and determinative 
Watch the mess you are about to see in New York City. It will go on forever. They should close the books and do it all over again the old-fashioned way when we have the results that were accurate and meaningful. It's very easy. It's very easy to go back, get rid of these machines, and do it the old-fashioned way, and that's exactly what needs to happen. It's not hard. This is not hard. And the fact that this is coming out now is, is again, the timing of it. Why is this happening now? With all the news of the audits coming out and the, uh, and the Arizona audit um, uh, result coming out, which they are tying up today, which they are still waiting and waiting and waiting for these routers and passwords and databases to be brought to them by subpoenas. And this is the thing, like I told you guys yesterday, Katie Hobbs is getting stripped of her powers that, were, that was voted by the, uh, the Republican majority Senate out in Arizona. Her powers are getting stripped, and they're going to give these powers to their attorney general, which, by the way, has not pressed these Democrats at all about these subpoenas. Is he bought, too, just like Sheriff Penzone is by that George Soros money? We are going to find out. We are going to absolutely find out here. Let me hop over to DLive here. Everything, Everyone comfy over here on DLive. You guys are always comfy. Thank you guys so much for the lemons over here out in Rumble and Odyssey and my Twitch fam and, of course, my Foxhole fam. Thank you guys so much. So that's everything as far as news-wise as audits and elections and uh, all that stuff going on in Arizona. There hasn't been really too much stuff coming out on that today. So this brings us to the main meat of the show here. You all saw the clip here. It came out a couple days ago, and I even played it on this show as well. And Tucker Carlson broke the story that he was being... Spied on by the NSA, his emails, his text messages, and a FBI whistleblower informant, apparently, was the one to break the news to him. Of course, this was going national, and the NSA had to figure out, oh, man, we need to respond. We need to do something here. And they did respond. They did respond to Tucker. And this, I couldn't I couldn't imagine getting a response like this because it would be absolutely infuriating. But here we go, guys. This is it. From National File, the NSA releases cryptic denial of spying on Tucker Carlson, claims they may not spy on Americans without court order. Here is the response. So the NSA released a cryptic statement on Twitter denying Tucker Carlson's claims that the agency was monitoring his electronic communications in an effort to get his show, Tucker Carlson Tonight, pulled off the air. And I always see this as them meddling Q kids. Yes, those, those terrorists. On June 28, 2021, Tucker Carlson alleged that the National Security Agency had been monitoring him over his electronic communications. And this is this is their response to it. On June, this is the NSA. On June 28, 2021, Tucker Carlson alleged that the National Security Agency had been monitoring, has been monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take the show off the air. This allegation is untrue. Tucker Carlson has never been an, an, an intelligence target of the agency, and the NSA has never had any plans to try to take his program off the air. The NSA has a foreign intelligence mission. We target foreign powers to generate insights on foreign activities that can harm the United States with limited exceptions or an emergency. The NSA may not target a U.S. citizen without a court order that explicitly authorize, authorizes the targeting. Now, this is the NSA coming out and saying, no, we weren't spying. We weren't spying on you. Like, they're going to come out and say, anyways, yeah, we were spying on you. A spy agency is not going to come out and just write and just spew that, yeah, we were we were spying on you. They're not going to do it. So, of course, they're going to come out and deny and deny and deny. And this is the thing. You know what they didn't mention, though, at all, or just, just glossed over or didn't uh, tie a bow on this? 
They never deny that they didn't have any of Tucker's uh, any any of Tucker's uh, intelligence, his uh, his emails, his uh, his text messages. They didn't say they they didn't have it, and they put out this, which means absolutely nothing. We all know it's lies because the NSA has been spying on U.S. citizens for a very, very long time. The Patriot Act was the ushering of all that. The police state, the security state after 9/11. That is where all that started by Bush, and then it was carried over by Obama, and it got, it's gotten worse and worse and worse to the point where Tucker went on air last night and went out to and reached out to the uh, the head department, General Nakasama or whatever his name is. Apparently, he's a far-left liberal. And he they got a hold of the office, and the NSA then lied to him and said he wasn't there originally, so they kept calling. And then they finally got through... And basically said, we can't tell you if we have your stuff, like your actual communications, and we can't tell you why. (laughs) And that's all they left him with. It's the same thing when you get deplatformed. Like Andy No just got deplatformed off of uh, Spotify recently. It's the same shit. It's the same exact shit that's going on here. When you get deplatformed, just like on Cash App with us recently, we didn't even get an email, a notification, nothing. We get no reason now why we are the platform. We are just a platform. If they do give a reason, it is a general bullshit, officer, uh, just a general statement. They never give proof. They never give anything. They can't tell you why. And when you email them back, they stonewall you, and they, you, you're just you're, you're, you're beneath these people. It is the same exact thing that is going on with Tucker. And if they're doing it to Tucker, you know damn well they're doing it to us. It's all for political reasons. No one here um, is is a threat. No one here is violent. We do not encourage violence on this channel at, at any at any time. And this is what we have to deal with. The security state is getting stronger, and it's not stopping. And it's our, it's to me it's the, one of the, it's probably the second biggest problem in this country besides uh, the border and all the illegals and all the human trafficking and all the drugs and the guns coming through. This country and the Chinese fentanyl that's coming through our country, that is what our that is our number one enemy because it's killing people. All that stuff. But check this out, guys, from, from AP. Microsoft executive says targeting Americans uh, of American records is routine. Just came out today. Federal law enforcement agents secretly seek the data of Microsoft customers thousands of times a year, according to congressional testimony Wednesday by a senior executive at the technology company. Tom Burt, a Microsoft corporate vice president for customer security and trust, told members of the House Judiciary Committee that federal law enforcement in recent years has been presenting the company with between 2,400 to 3,500 secrecy orders a year or about 7 to 10 a day. Most shocking is just how routine uh, secrecy orders have become when law enforcement targets an American's email, text messages, or other sensitive data stored in the cloud, said Burt, describing the widespread clandestine surveillance as a major shift from historical norms. You know what we need, ladies and gentlemen, because it's always that argument be- among friends. Do you have Google? Do you use Android or Apple? And to me, they're both devices that spy on you religiously. And Lori, thank you so much for this shift. Absolutely amazing, guys. We're getting close to 30,000 gold pills already. Thank you guys so, so much. I don't know what the choice is. Somebody out there needs to create a phone service that can be encrypted so we cannot be spied on by these people. What what did we do to deserve to get spied on? To be suppressed? What is going on here? It's insane. 
It's absolutely insane, guys. And I have I have an Android. I have a Microsoft computer. And I and I said before, I've said um, the spitballing, like in crazy, insane scenarios. If China wanted to just shut down our internet and take out our computers, what's stopping them in China and Microsoft coming together and putting some backdoor firmware in our computers and hitting that spyware on all at the same time, nuking all of our computers, and then we have nothing. We have literally nothing. That can't happen. All these these computers, all this technology around me, it's not watching us. It certainly is. It certainly is, and it's using it's being weaponized for political reasons, as we all know. So. This is from Bannon's Ruin, Spaz Yeti. Yes, we are being spot on for wrong think, according to them. Anybody that is against the establishment is considered wrong think. That's exactly what this is. Or you can say dong think. I like that. Orius Locke. I do like some dong think. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. I love it. You guys are absolutely hilarious. So this was being discussed on Bannon's War Room. And I want you guys to listen to this because there is a lot of commonalities between the same people that are exposing these stories. And it's almost like a, it's a, it's a laundering inform, it's a information laundering system. You guys remember the Steele dossier? How that got, how that got exposed to the media? The lie got exposed and then it was given out and it turned into a monster. This is the same exact thing what we're seeing with Tucker Carlson, the NSA. You guys want to see what I'm talking about? We're going to watch this clip here. This is amazing. Here we go. Um, is, is, I'm going to bring in now Darren Beatty from Revolver. I've got Amanda Milius, uh, who's, a, who's a fighter, did plot against the president. She knows all the inside details. Raheem Kassam, founder, editor-in-chief of National Pulse. So I got the three hitters I want for this segment, and we're going to roll over. we got Michael Yan in Greece to talk to us about the migrant uh, crisis of 15 and what's happening today about the invasion of the United States. i got to bring you in. Okay. Is Tucker Carlson completely paranoid and jumped the shark or is tucker's carson on to one of the biggest stories uh in this era uh i want to start with darren Beatty, and then we'll go around the table so darren Beatty, you know tucker you also and we're going to talk about your explosive story about the one six situation and the oath keepers in a second but let's, t- let's deal with tucker i don't see it on a chiron at fox i don't see anybody reporting on fox on just the news aspect of it right so what's going on darren Beatty? Well, I'm not privy directly to the communication, so I can't state anything as a matter of fact. But I know Tucker, and I have every confidence that this is real, not only by his saying it, simply by the nature of the NSA and what they do. They've lied about this. In fact, I would be shocked if they didn't do it. And I think it's important to remind your audience of the context of this. In the monologue, he proceeded with saying, his FBI source told him that there was, in fact, infiltration, that his reporting on the Revolver.News bombshell was vindicated by an FBI source. So this is a very high-stakes game. It's a very dangerous game. It's reached the level where the United States national security apparatus is the enemy of the people, and it's the enemy of the handful of people who have the guts and maybe the craziness to expose them, and Tucker is one of those people. And so I have basically no doubt that this story is true. Perfectly said. 
by the way, perfectly said. Amanda Milius, you spent a year of your life making a film about this, about what they tried to do with President Trump. Your thoughts? Well, I think this is a turning point. I mean, I don't know what it is about the fact that it's, as you say, I'd be surprised if they weren't doing this, but it's an absolute turning point. For me, I'm coming out of this thinking any Republican who doesn't make the fight against the security state and the um, priority of dissolving them, defunding, and completely restructuring the way the the security apparatus of this country is is not somebody I can vote for. This is the number one issue in our country. Um, I should take us back a week or, or 10 days. Now, I want you guys to listen carefully here, and she made an amazing point. How can you vote for anyone, especially America first? If you're not America first, if you're not pushing for audits, you ain't getting my vote. If you were cheering on big tech censorship, you ain't getting my vote. If you're still on a lot of these big tech platforms, it's really hard for me to, to, to even to even consider voting for you at this point. But either way, they go on. She goes on to say, if you're not taking on the security state, the surveillance state, this big brother, you ain't getting my vote either. And she's absolutely right. And Spaz Yeti put out a great comment here. They're, they spy to find out why their brainwashing technology isn't working and they recalibrate. That's pretty much exactly what I feel like is going on here, man. Exactly. Now, this next point, I want you guys to pay attention here because this is the information laundering point operation of how they do this, who is leaking shit, and how it's done. Listen to comparisons of what happened with the Steele dossier compared to what's going on here. Here we go. Where we were talking about this story in the New York Times that Tucker Carlson talked to other reporters. Who was that story written by? Uh, ben Smith. Ben Smith. Ben Smithing. What's Ben Smith? Otherwise, most known for in Washington D.C. now, the buzz for le- leaking the uh, leaking the uh, report on, from uh, Comey. The yeah, Comey, the PP yes. dossier, the, yes, right? Yes. The, the so, Steele dossier. He leaked yeah. it on so that the other media could pick it up. So at least for, for from that, we know that Ben Smith is very well connected inside these pseudo intelligence circles, yeah. right? The, these these hyper partisan, politicized, yeah. weaponized intelligence circles. So what was it? Who tipped Ben Smith off uh, ten plus days ago to start looking into who Tucker Carlson was talking to? Or didn't even, or didn't even, or didn't even, uh, you know, even made it up. Are you saying give, gave him more to read for? I'm just saying, if Tucker Carlson has texted with somebody from the Daily Beast, which I don't think anybody in this room hasn't, right? Because right. they reach out to us and we yeah. respond to their questions, their queries, their comments, their criticisms, their nonsense, right? That's a brilliant point. You're saying That's the, Benz, the, Benz, the you're saying point. the you're saying the Ben Smith article is predicated upon NSA. Yeah, it's communications. It's, Precisely that. One is National Post. Because what did I say ten days? Ago, I said, why would 18 journalists give up one of the best sources they could have? Big time. Yeah. Right here on the show. Now we know that it wasn't the journalists giving up Tucker Carlson as a, as a source. It was the intelligence services telling Ben Smith, you want to look into who's talking to Tucker Carlson. Darren Beatty is, is Amanda Milius, right? And that's it right there. The intelligence agencies, they're giving out their little clues. What they're not supposed to, it's completely illegal. Based on politics, based on political enemies, based on dissident, based on wrong think, they set the narrative, then they put that narrative and they say, hey, hey, Ben Simmons, or whoever, whoever it is at CNN, MSNDC, um, all these, hey, we're going to give you a little tip. You should probably look into this guy. And then the bullshit, the smearing, the lies begin. It's the same thing that's happening right now. Now, I don't know. It's hard for me to say because people say, people are saying, is the NSA good? Is the FBI good? I don't know, guys. I don't know anymore at this point, and I'm tired. I'm tired of starting. I'm tired of trying to guess who's a white hat, who's a black hat. It's too hard to tell at this point. 
You can't sit here and say everyone in the NSA is bad, just like you can say everyone in the NSA is good. It's probably a mixed bag, just like it is at any workplace. But this is how they do it. This is exactly how they do it. They get their little informants in the media, the ones they know they can go to, the same guy that was doing the dossier, this is how they do it. And it's leaked from the NSA first to go down to the media, down to the public, and then the smear campaign begins and the mind warping starts. This is exactly how it starts. And this is all part, this all goes back to, all goes back to the security state. All of it. Now, I want you guys to look at this. This is from Revolver, and Revolver's been dropping bombs, guys. They're the ones that started to break the story about the FBI plants among the MAGA supporters on January 6th. We're going to sip over to Stuart Rhodes, the leader, the leader of the Oath Keepers, you know, enemy number one, the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, the QAnon terrorists, the white supremacists. I want you guys to look at this because from what we're reading here, everything that every action of the FBI and the DOJ, it makes zero sense because I've been saying this for a while. If we, if, the, if these people are, are enemies, domestic enemy number one, white supremacist enemy number one, why aren't you going for the leaders of these groups and taking them out? If you want, if QAnon is so dangerous, why don't they go after? Find who Q is and find where this where, the, where this team is. Why don't they go to the source? It makes no sense. They're going for all the bot, all the all, all the underlings that you're going to see here in the video. That's who they're going for. It makes no sense. Normally, when you go to a when you want to take down an organization, you go to the top and you dismantle it from the top all the way down. That's normally how you do it. But why not the Proud Boys, the guy that's walking free still? And this is again, we're not calling for this guy to be arrested. But I want you guys to see what's being reported here because it makes zero sense. So Stuart Rhodes is the founder, boss, and kingpin of the Oath Keepers. The Oath Keepers, as we are told, is America's largest militia, the most prominent anti-government group in the United States, and the preeminent right-wing domestic extremist insider threat to the entire U.S. military, supposedly. Heather July, thanks so much for the shades. There is good and bad everywhere. There absolutely is. Whatever the truth of these hyperbolic claims, the fact remains the Oath Keepers are the most extensively prosecuted paramilitary group alleged to be involved in 1-6. Indeed, it was the alleged pre-planned assault on the Capitol by Stuart Rhodes' alleged Oath Keepers lieutenants that was used as the key talking point to try to convert the day's events from a protest into an actual insurrection, an armed insurrection, a not-this-fake, I'm-gonna-go-in-and-run-with-my-grandma-and-take-selfie bullshit they were talking about a real insurrection, and we have the sauce for it. But Stuart Rhodes is not simply a key figure in the Oath Keepers. Stuart Rhodes is the Oath Keepers, according to the Oath Keepers board member, Richard Mack. And they go into all the detail about this, how this man is their leader and has been since 2009. So this is some of the comms that were being said with Rhodes here. A mere indictment of Stuart Rhodes today for the same conspiracy charges alleged against his underlings would collapse the entire threat of the Oath Keepers that the country has heard so much about. If it's such a damn threat, you would go after the head of the group, wouldn't you? Cut off the head of the snake. But they haven't yet. Why? Rhodes is the central figure of this organization. He's the founder, leader, and center of gravity of the group. In theory, then, an indictment against Rhodes could lead to the group's collapse. That makes sense, right? The Justice Department argues that Stuart Rhodes both substantially organized and activated an impunity 
plan to use violence on 1-6 in real time through a series of encrypted signal messages beginning at 1.38 p.m. as Trump concluded his rally speech on the National Mall and 62 minutes before Oath Keepers lieutenants allegedly formed a military stack. You guys remember that video of the guys holding on to each other's backpacks and charging up the front steps all the way up into the Capitol. It was very obvious that, we, and I said it myself, these people are trained military police officers. You could see it. And Brandy with the B, thank you so much for the cookie. So these facts alone... As alleged, are more than legally sufficient to secure an indictment of Stuart Rhodes. We will walk you through the mountains of direct and circumstantial evidence built on top of these allegations. But readers must understand this. The only reason Stuart Rhodes is not in jail right now is because of a deliberate decision by the Justice Department to protect him. Why would they do that? The DOJ, Garland said himself, white supremacist groups, militia groups that spew domestic terrorism they are enemy number one but yet they are protecting the leader of the biggest threat apparently and here comes little man crying from the outside guys just prepare yourselves why does anyone the fbi or doj want him if one six was an insurrection why protect the one man who more than any other individual referenced in the charging documents that the 530 plus open criminal cases comes closest to the media's ravenous description of a lead insurrectionist is it possible that the Oath Keepers, the most prominent anti-government group in the U.S., has been run in effect by the United States government itself? Would not surprise me one bit, and nobody has mentioned it until now. Revolver News generated tremendous discussion and controversy about this, and with this piece, we intend to focus the discussion on a single individual, which we know is Stuart Rhodes. If it turns out that Stuart Rhodes has a relationship with the federal government, the implications will be nothing short of staggering. And for Stuart Rhodes, is not just a senior member of the Oath Keepers. He is the Oath Keepers. And it follows that not only would it be fair, but necessary to include an essential respect that one six event was planned and orchestrated by elements of the government itself. Just give me a second, guys. Little man's walking through. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Shh. Hold on, guys. Give me a second. Sorry, guys. Do not want to hear that. Do not want to hear that screaming in the mic. Okay. So, in other words, 1-6 was not the result of intelligence failures as FBI Director Ray, the U.S. Senate, and the media tells us rather 1-6 was the result of the intelligence setup. And these are a bunch of questions asking about the FBI if they were had previous relationships. But the, the sauce here, what I want to show you, if any of us had even spoken any words on a show... In a text message, we would have the FBI at our doorsteps. One week after the election day, November 10th, from a public post on OathKeepers.org, Rhodes told his followers to ignore D.C.'s ridiculous anti-gun laws should they perceive a signal that President Trump has called them up as a militia. And even, even crazier, this was posted as well. In that same November 10th public post referenced above, 
Stuart Rhodes concluded his message to his followers with a note from a friend from Serbia saying, what we the people must do, this message, among other things, included calls to gather in the capital, quote, storm the parliament, and engage in, quote, complete disobedience, even though, quote, I know, not nice, but it must be done. And in so proceeding, the messages assures no barricades will be strong enough to stop them, nor the police determined enough to stop them as well. And this was the list they were showing here that was posted. And on top of it, there was another post here. It, this Guys, this article is massive. It's absolutely massive. You're going to hear from the guy on Steve Bannon's war room. They were literally waiting. The guy said they were literally waiting for Trump to say, hey, we're, we're implementing the Insurrection Act, and these guys are going to be ready to rumble. You guys don't believe me? Hear it from the man who wrote the article himself, Darren Beatty. Explain this and how serious this is. This is crazy. And thank you guys so much for sharing with in with a cookie. You are awesome. <gasps> cookie! We're almost at 30,000 gold pills, guys. We're at 28,000, guys. Keep them coming. You guys are absolutely crushing it. Listen to Darren Beatty, guys. We have to listen to this. It's super important. And in keeping with the structure of our previous piece, I simply focused it on person one, and that is Stuart Rhodes. He is the founder and head of the Oath Keepers. And there are some very, very serious questions about this individual. And I'll just give a sense of how the piece is structured and then encourage everyone, go to revolver.news and read the whole piece in its entirety. So basically, our first step is looking at the difference between the shock and awe standard of prosecution, this ultimately severe standard of prosecution against, for instance, this sandwich shop owner facing 60 years for saying no, no, not yet, and the fact that this person won, Stuart Rhodes, has not yet been indicted. And the question is, why is he being protected? And just to give people a sense of his communications leading up to and on 1-6, he says this one communication. He said, the Oath Keepers will have some of our most skilled special warfare veterans standing by armed just outside DC as an emergency QRF. The emergency QRF, that's quick reaction force, which is a military term that basically refers to a reaction force with a bunch of weapons and possibly explosives. On November 10th... Who was calling for that, ladies and gentlemen? Nobody was calling for this. Nobody. People were going to show up with their families. There was kids here. And these guys are talking, having comms about weapons and explosives and taking over the Capitol. Nobody in their mind was talking about this, planning this. Nobody that we knew. But yet these guys were. Keep listening. Rhodes sent a message to his followers with a note from a, quote, friend from Serbia. And this note says what the people must do. It included calls to gather in the capital, storm the parliament, engage in complete disobedience. And in so proceeding, the message assures, quote, no barricades will be strong enough to stop them, nor the police determined enough to stop them. He goes on repeatedly to refer to the President Trump giving a signal that the Insurrection Act is activated, whereupon he his militia members should do whatever, engage in, in some kind of violent activity. 
his direct words. He, President Trump, needs to know that you are with him. And if he does not do it now while he's commander in chief, we'll have to do it later in a much more desperate, much more bloody war. Let's get it on now while he's still the commander in chief and so forth. If you if President Trump fails to act while he's still in office, we the people will have to fight a bloody civil war and revolution against these illegitimate puppets. And he goes on and on. Um, I, I could go on in the list. Now, the important thing is people can listen to this and say, oh, maybe this is incendiary, but for whatever legal reason, it's not sufficient for an indictment. Now, I'm not saying that I want him to be indicted or not indicted. I'm pointing to his actions and behaviors leading up to 1-6 and saying the fact that he hasn't been indicted and all of these underlings have suggests within a broader context that he is very likely an undercover operative or informant. And I have additional sources that basically back this up. And so I think the smoking gun of this whole article is the um, government's response to Thomas Caldwell's motion for bail. So Thomas Caldwell is an Oath Keeper who was indicted, who was arrested, and he petitioned for bail. The government responded to him, basically saying, no, we can't give you bail, you're, you're, too, you're too dangerous. And in this government document, they outlined this conspiracy that Caldwell was involved in, but in just about every instance that they referenced the conspiracy, they cite not Caldwell's words and actions, but Stuart Rhodes's words and actions. You guys see what's going on here? The underlings are too dangerous to release because of the actions and the things they said, but we have Caldwell literally... Um, Literally coming out and saying we will have a violent insurrection, civil, uh, civil, civil war, disobedience. Bring your guns. The anti-gun laws in D.C. are ridiculous. But yet that man is not dangerous enough to indict. And then this is it. <laughs> you guys see how obvious this is for so many people. And why is mom said, can I get a sword? Got a troll here. Okay. Uh, yes. Give me a second, uh, Wise Mobile. Yeah, I should have made you a mod before the, uh, on Twitch before it started. I totally forgot. I will certainly help you out. Wise Mobile, if you can, in the Twitch chat, give me uh, the name of the person, and I will get rid of them right now. Just drop in the chat for me, and I'll take care of that. So, it would make sense, right, ladies and gentlemen, that if you're – this is like – it's like an upside-down Rico case is the best way that, I've, that I heard it described today. You would normally go for the top. You use the underlings to get to the top of the organization, and then you take it down at, at the head. And that's not happening. Which tells me, just like the Proud Boys, the leader of the Proud Boys was an FBI informant, what's stopping the Oath Keepers guy from also being an informant? Because literally nobody, nobody was going to the Capitol to go take it over to, to stop to stop the steal that was going on and to forcefully push themselves into it and take and, and take people it, no, none of this nobody was thinking that nobody was going in there to do that it got hijacked and we all know it did so guys this is just building and building and building it gets tiring but we need to cover these things because they are super important and this is again guys you will get the daily download of what is happening on this channel. And it's sick. 
It's absolutely sick. But this is what we're dealing with. This is exactly what we're dealing with here. And I just want to show you guys one more thing. Anthony Fauci said something that I can actually agree with for once. You guys will know it in a second. This was Anthony Fauci today talking about, as you'll see, check this out. If you are not vaccinated, you are at considerable risk. When you have such a low level of vaccination superimposed upon a variant that has a high degree of efficiency of spread, what you are going to see among under-vaccinated regions, be they states, cities, or counties, you're going to see these individual types of blips. It's almost like it's going to be two Americas. It's almost like it's going to be two Americas. That's exactly... It's exactly what's going to be going on here, guys. It's exactly it. So I want to know, guys, who do you think is enemy number one in this country right now? Is it the mainstream media? Give me one for the mainstream media. Two for the security state that we're under. Give me a one in the chat. Give me a one in the chat. Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to find this trollier Twitch. Yeah. Okay, you guys give me one. Okay. Give me one. One and two are equally bad. Yeah. Enemy number one, mainstream media to the security state that we're living under. Because it's not going away. And Congress, Matt Gates is talking that him and Jim Jordan are coming up with a plan to to heal, to heal the security state. We'll see. I have I have I have no faith in politicians at, at this point. Really in any of them. Really any of them at this point. But yeah, I'm seeing a bunch of ones. More ones. I'm saying ones and twos. One plus two equals three. That's racist, Looney Tune. That is racist. That math is racist. It might be correct, but you're still racist for saying one plus two equals three. How dare you? How dare you? Belushi says three. All the above. Yeah. I absolutely agree. They're all bad. They're all to me. They're all equally bad. You can't really rank these things because they are just trampling and spitting all over um, our rights. Uh, breaking laws to to me these people there there is there is no there is no laws to these people we just saw and I could end up being wrong about this later on and Kiwi Crochet Girl I did get the email I checked in my phone while the video was playing I will open that as soon as the uh, show ends I did get it I saw I will open it up for you no problem we just saw Allison Mack get three years for helping traffic women children men humans Humans in general, it's all bad. It's all bad. And she got three years, and she got three years because she cooperated with the prosecution. Now, people are people are just spewing out, oh, she's saying like a bird, she's saying like a bird. We don't know that. We have no idea if that's the case or not. But let's wait and see what happens, because if she just gets three years, if you get three years for being part of a sex cult that literally branded people... Raping girls, raping children, grooming children. I mean, my God. Three years. You're going to sit here and tell me there's no there's no two-tier justice system? Three years. And she's going to most likely serve it in her house. It's really crazy. Really insane. This is what we're dealing with, guys. We're at 28,000 gold pills. Thank you guys so much for the donations today. It's been an absolute blessing. Absolute blessing. I was going to do some UFO stuff, but then all this stuff about uh, Bill Cosby was coming out. Allison Mack 
got her sentence, and I thought she was going to get at least 15, 20 years. I think the max was 20. Keith Rainier got like 125 years for his crimes, but Allison Mack got three. And AO says, AOC says, I smell a plea deal. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I could really think of. And uh, Adela Marie says, Woke says, whispered you the name like this. I got $1.9 trillion relief so far. We're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. I wrote the bill on the environment. That's all I got to say about that. You guys are absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Look here, not there. Keep your eyes on the oh, it's Cat Trump Curl. That's exactly what this is. So, what do we have going on today? We had the we had Trump coming down, Trump coming down to the border. What do we need a distraction? Oh, Bill Cosby uh, is out. Oh, Allison Max getting three years. Oh, by the way, another person that we all know died. What was his name again? Oh, Donald Rumsfeld, the man that wanted to expose the two point three million, uh, two point three trillion dollars right before the trade towers got blown up. Insane. Steve US with a cookie. Thank you so much. <gasps> Cookies! I know you guys love you guys love the soundboard. So we have we have uh thunderstorms rolling in, guys, for the next three hours or so. Um so we might lose we might lose connection. So if I just drop, don't worry. Everything's fine, but we got we do have thunderstorms rolling through here. So that's what we got here. SCFU, you whispering turd. I hope that's directed at Biden, not me. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> that is exactly, a Kiwi Crochet Girl, that is exactly what a pedo sounds like. And uh, when he whispers. I don't know how else to put it. Tom Force says, finally, I hope they hit New Jersey. Yeah, man. You talking about thunderstorms? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. So, guys, we're just going to hang out here just for a moment. We're going to hang out here just for a little bit more, and then I'm going to get on out of here. We had a busy, busy day, and I have I have to do some house apartment hunting really starting tomorrow, and the process begins. We want to be out of here in the next – our goal is to be out of here in the next two months, and we'll do something. We will do something for the move – the move uh, like a moving away stream. We'll do something. But I got to say, guys, I got to say, there was some magic that happened on one uh, one foot in 5D's stream yesterday. And if you guys don't follow White Hat, he got he got his uh, his foster his foster kid um, a couple days ago. And it's been a battle to get him. And um, from where from where from what we understand, this kid, he was in he was not in good condition, not in good condition. And. People raising gold pills for him. I sent him some on his uh, stream, but then and one foot in five D ended up hosting, and this was uh, due diligence, and it was a bunch of the creators on Foxhole went on one foot in five D and raised three hundred and ten thousand gold pills for White Hat Sun, breaking a record. I think Severe had the record at like two twenty four or something like that. They went. In, they went in. I was donating too. I was watching. It was like one, one thirty in the morning, almost two in the morning my time, and they hit a, they hit three hundred and ten thousand gold pills last night. That's over three thousand dollars, and that went to White Hat. People that deserve it, going to kids, families that need it. What else? What else? What? What else is there? 
And this platform's here to do that. How special is that? How special is that, man? I love it. I absolutely love it. So White Hat got a nice surprise. I'm sure he knows by now. I'm sure they told him this morning, but the Matt said they would take all those gold pills from one foot in 5D and give them over to White Hat. And I know they'll, they'll take care of it. Absolutely amazing people. Amazing people. This is why. This is where it's the 315,000 gold pills. So they, I turned, once they broke 300, I turned it off. I had to go to bed. They got up to 315,000 gold pills last night. And that was, that was just gold pills. That wasn't including their cash app. Cash apps left a nasty uh, taste in my mouth right now, guys. So I'm sorry. I just hate saying it. Julie Lynn can't wait to see you in Florida. We shall see where we end up. Just saying, guys, there are other places I have on my list besides just Florida. Just letting you know. Will he get a girl, too? I have no idea. I have no idea. I really don't. But I love that we were able to help raise that money for um, somebody in need. A patron that's been doing this way longer than I have. I met I met White Hat through Methods. And we've done a couple of shows together. He's an absolute chill dude. It's really chill dude. I gotta get him on a drunk size. Which, by the way, we might be doing this weekend. Guys, I didn't even realize 4th of July is this weekend. I totally forgot. It hit me like a bomb. I'm like, holy shit. And Miss Warner said, plus he got 21,000 on his own, on his White Hat site. Beautiful. So yeah, on his own stream, he put up 21,000. So he got almost $3,500. Absolutely amazing. Sean Anon says, what's the likelihood Stuart Rhodes related to Ben Rhodes? Hussein's former deputy national security master. Oh my God. They're probably best friends, man. These days, who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? I have no idea. I have no idea, man. It wouldn't surprise me though. All these, all these people are all connected at the waist somehow, some way. Thank you, Heather, for the cookie. Karen Hair Seven says we were all crying. I saw you, Karen Hair. I saw you in the chat. I was lurking hard. I was lurking hard. But yeah, thank you guys all so much for the donations. Spaz Yeti, Hot Rod, all you guys. Spaz Yeti dropped like twenty thousand gold pills on me. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, guys, we're going to hang out here for about two more minutes, and then we're going to get on out of here, and we're going to drop those lotto tickets over on Foxhole. Scorepress says, girl in two months, I think. Okay, so maybe maybe White Hat is getting a foster girl as well. That is great. That is great. I have never gone through that system. I don't know how long. I guess it takes sometimes a very long time to get to get your uh, kids out of foster care and all the paperwork and all the other stuff. It's probably a nightmare. But let me go over to D Live here. Thank you guys over here. We have almost six hundred viewers on this show tonight, which is fantastic. Today's Wednesday, right? Today's Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what days and weeks are anymore. Even holidays don't feel like holidays anymore. I've been working from home for. Going on my second year now. It's crazy. Fox Yoni with a cookie. Thank you so much. What's the likelihood of Kamala loving a dong slap? You mean like this? I'm sure she gets it from her Chinese counterparts before she, uh, maybe she likes them egg rolls. She likes them dong, uh, egg rolls. I'm not even sure. We'll have to see. All I know is, guys, is I'm starving. I, I, I didn't eat anything today. <laughs> it's still playing. I haven't eaten anything and my energy's an all-time low, so I'm a little blah right now, but I need to eat. Looks like my son looks just like you. Well, that's cool. He's a good-looking dude, then. 
He's a good looking dude then. That's awesome. Dong rolls. Wing dong buttman hour. There you go. I'll take that too. But thank you guys so much. We got one more minute here. We're going to release that uh, lot of ticket. Guys, over on D-Lob, you guys got a whopping eight lemons in the chest. Let's distribute those rewards. And Lynn's over with 22 lemons. Thank you, Jim, the 10 lemons. And Energy B with 10 lemons as well. 23 Anon says, don't come. I got to get that sound bite. I got to get that sound bite in the, um, in the board. And I got to get the uh, sound bite where Trump says, I'm, oh, I'm going to come. That's, I gotta get those in the soundboard. I have two more spots left in my soundboard. I gotta clear it out a little bit. I'm gonna get those two though. They're absolutely worth it. Stack says, well, I'm not gonna order the egg rolls. <laughs> Angle says, don't see Lotto here because I haven't released it yet, my friend. It's amazing. It's so funny. The dong song. We need a dong song. Kiwa Crochet Girl says, nah, it's 11. It's Thursday here, nearly 11 a.m. You're running late. My God. <clears throat> Sean said, wings for Dindin, Scotty. Yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not even joking. I might I might be getting some boneless wings from this really amazing place that opened down the road. They're balling. They're absolute fire. So it, in all seriousness, I'm pro- that's probably what I'm getting today. Gnothic, eight lemons. That's D-Live, guys. That's D-Live. <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do with uh, gold pills. So funny. You guys are hilarious. Absolutely great. So, guys, I'm going to be here tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern again to have some more fun. And we'll fi- we'll figure out what Clown World is. Maybe we'll do some uh, Maybe we'll do some uh, some UFOs. We'll see. Mega for life with a can. Much love, brother. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A dong song like the thong song. Yeah, maybe I can come up with something on the guitar. We'll have to see. We will have to see here. So, without further ado, let's get our gold pill music on. Boom, the shaking my head, you mean chicken nuggets. <laughs> That's awesome. Touche, touche. All right, guys. Hope you're ready for the lotto ticket. I gotta get down here. I'm so, I am starving. In three, two, one, get your lotto tickets, guys. The scratch offs are released. Go for it. Have fun, Kiwi Crochet Girl at the beach. Have some fun. There you go, guys. Get your pills. Get your pills. Man, I gotta get rid of this beard. This thing is a monster. Absolute monster. Thank you, Hot Rod with a cookie, man. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today, dude. I'm so I'm so glad you're back in the shows. Definitely miss you. And we got cookies flying everywhere still. We're going to hit 30,000. We're probably going to hit 30,000 by the end of the show. I can see what you guys are doing here. You waited to the last minute. Love you guys. Dropping them cookies. And congratulations to all of our gold pill winners today. And by the way, guys, just remember, it is it is completely random. Guys over on DLive, they're having a great time on Foxhole. I'm just saying. Just saying. Karen here seven said I didn't donate today. Gave all to White Hat. Karen here, do not do do not ever feel bad about not donating, not donating. 
You guys, this family has kept me going for so long. And I will be grateful for whatever is donated from anybody. So do not ever feel bad about it. It's, I do not keep track of who's donating and who there's too many of you. So do, don't ever feel bad. The fact that you're here listening to me is what I need to keep going here. And I know you guys will continue to do that. And Hot Rod just pushed me over the 30,000 gold pills for today. Hot Rod, you're the man. You are the man. Thank you so much. You get a cookie drop, my friend. And all that good stuff. You all get cookie drops. Cookies! Yes. Absolutely. 31,000 gold pills. And you guys are still getting those scratch-offs. Beautiful. Get your get your one gold pill in the lotto. Still good. And you guys are still getting some of them. That's great. That's absolutely great. All right. Karen says, love it here. It is a great place. It's a great community. And we're going to continue to grow it. And guys, all I need you to do is share my Foxhole channel out on your socials. Get them out there. And all that stuff. We are going to be continue growing. And things, they're getting spicy, and they're going to continue to get spicy, guys, all the way until the end of the year, and then some. All right. I've done all I can today. I need to go eat some dinner and get out of here. Hot Rod keeps dropping them cookies, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much, guys. Have fun at Frank's show. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern right now in five minutes, guys. You know how to find me on BitChute, on Rumble, on Odyssey, on the Foxhole.app, DLive, Twitch, WokeSize.tv, and CloudHub. Also on Telegram, guys. I will see you all tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.